Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Good. Big day today? It was. I might have shed a tear watching video of people showing up at Disney Springs today. Really? Yes. Would you have uh, cooked hot dogs on an open flame on a table? I didn't get to watch that video. Uh, I didn't see any video. I just saw the story of about like two ladies and a kid trying to cook hot dogs on a note, like a sterno flame. Why? I have no idea. What did it have to do with anything? They were at Disney Springs. Oh. Trying to cook hot dogs at an outdoor table. Oh. In like a little aluminum tray. Interesting. Yeah, very weird. Like I guess they didn't want to wait in lines. Somebody sent me that story. Uh, Uh I'll have to read it. Yes, it's it's weird. But uh, yeah, Disney Springs is open, so that's the first step of uh, everything. And uh, tomorrow, which is the 21st of May, the theme parks are supposed to begin presenting their reopening plans to the um, Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force. Um, Nine smaller local attractions have already been given the green light to open. Um, but uh, the big players are, of course, SeaWorld, Universal, and Disney. Uh, Universal is going to be the first to present their plans. SeaWorld is going to um, present their plan. They did have a conference today with Vice President Mike Pence, who is down in Orlando, uh, and they said that they hope to open by June. Uh, And then word came out late today that Disney is going to uh, delay presenting their reopening plan. Yeah, I mean, better to have it all together and know what you really want to do. Disney has a lot to think about, so. They do. They do. So uh, good for them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll see what this means. Does it it mean that everything's going to be back and running at 100%? I don't think so. No. No, that's not what any of this means at all. But it's baby steps, you know? Yep. A little at a time. Exactly. All right. Um, Adventures by Disney, that's just hard to bring back because, you know, other parts of the world are not back up and running. I mean, you know, we're not up back up and running in the United States, so definitely not uh, overseas where most of these Adventures by Disney experiences take place. So Adventures by Disney has canceled all their trips now through July. Yeah, and and you're right. Um, you know, they're a worldwide operation. They run on, what, six continents. Um, you know, Adventures by Disney and the cruise line. They said the cruise line is going to be the last to come back. I don't know. Adventures by Disney is not going to be much before them. Right. Um, So it's very tough. If you did have anything scheduled between now and July 31st, um, you're going to get a future travel credit to be used for 2020 or 2021 or or a full and complete refund. Very good. Um, So we talked about the excitement over Disney Springs opening. Um, You have some stories about that? Uh, yeah, not not really a story about the opening, but more about, you know, what's coming. We mentioned that a lot of the third-party operations were supposed to open today. Uh, Disney is supposed to open some of theirs on the 27th in one week. Uh, but it was announced that Sephora is going to open on May 29th. Um, they're going to have store hours from 10 to 8. Uh, the Boathouse Restaurant is has opened with new seating arrangements However, the Amphicars have been suspended indefinitely. Um, I've seen pictures of the seating. You know, they're, they're trying to respect social distancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it, it's tough because that severely limits how many people can be in the restaurant. Yeah. Erin um, McKenna's restaurant, not restaurant, her Erin McKenna's bakery uh, has opened. You know, they too are doing social distancing measures 
And then the last thing is, uh, that was Aaron McKenna. I thought I had four stories about it, but I only had three. Okay. I watched somebody walk around today. Blaze was open. People were getting stuff at yeah. Blaze. Yeah. Um, the new Ron John. Surf shop. Yep. Okay. Was open. So that was kind of cool because that might have been finished during the closures. Mm-hmm. So this today might have been like the first glimpse of it. Gotcha. I don't rem- I don't remember it opening before Disney Springs closed. I know we were sort of waiting on that. So, right. um, but anyway, so that was open today. Apparently, there was a lot more open than people thought there was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I do know that the M M&M and M store now has um, blocked off their windows. They've got some uh, themed window covers in place, uh, and I saw that Art Smith is getting an outdoor lounge area. All right. I mean, they had some outside seating, but I, that might have just been like waiting. Mm-hmm. Area stuff, so they might be turning. It yeah, more this is into... this is a new bar section that they've got some uh, concept art for. Okay, so that's that's new. Nice. So yeah, things things are coming along. Uh, there were no major uh, disturbances. I, I I heard stories that um, you know people had their masks on. Some families weren't really wearing them too tightly. Mm-hmm. You know, they were kind of just letting them hang. Uh, and to that end, there were no, you know, the Disney mask police were not out right. enforcing it 100%. I know that if you're eating or drinking, uh, you obviously don't have to have a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would not expect, you know, one bite every six minutes to to mean that you're eating. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the kind of thing that they're not necessarily going to need to have Disney police Around, I think just the other people who are there mm-hmm. are enough to police each other. You know, um, the one cranky lady who's just calling people out. Right. Um, it, you know, is, is enough, perhaps. I mean, Disney would have enough time managing a smoking area that would accommodate <laughs> like six people in the yeah. park, let alone manage an entire you know, shopping and restaurant area of Disney Springs size. Yeah. So it looked like when you came in, they were having you, you have to park in one of the parking garages. Um, and then when you're entering the, um, one of the healthcare companies in the area was actually running the temperature checks. Mm-hmm. They had one of those um, temperature guns that they point at your forehead. Who knows what that's doing to your brain. <laughs> and then they actually had somebody at the top of the escalators as you went down to ask people to space. So sort of like if you ever go down um, a water slide, mm-hmm. how they like hold you there for a second before they let you right. go down. That's the same thing they were doing with the escalators. And they were continuously, like actually continuously cleaning the handrail as it came around. So the guy just like had disinfectant and like a On cloth. A and just and he there. was just like spraying and just standing there wiping as the thing went around, spraying and wiping. So it was being continuously And then there was down. another person behind the escalator making sure that people in line for the escalator maintain their distance. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yes, yeah, so those are some of the steps that they are taking to uh, to try to keep people safe. All right. Um, so we're very excited about things like Disney Springs coming back and waiting for the parks, but some people are really missing their sports. And I know the NBA has been out there um, looking for spots to maybe re- restart up the season i had heard that maybe vegas was trying to get hotels together and and playing space together but now disney's perhaps going to be in on that mix yeah there there's talk that they are reworking their resort uh resort schedule uh resort layout in, in order to possibly house the nba and they're looking about getting the entire nba down there instead of them traveling to arenas all across the country uh they want a bubble 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Disney is a very manageable complex. Um, they are talking about possibly hosting the NBA and maybe Major League Soccer at the Wide World of Sports Complex. Um, so there have been some changes uh, uh, to the complex in anticipation in anticipation of uh, hosting the NBA. I don't know what they are. This article just mentions it. Um, but Walt Disney World uh, does have the size and logistics that would go into uh, that would work well for. Um, you know, managing the league for the remainder of the season. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Anything that brings sports back would be a good thing. I mean, right. I could care less about sports, but um, it, it does bring a sense of normalcy when you can um, have some of those things running again. Right, because ESPN has been airing uh, the Korean Baseball League, Korean Major League Baseball, <laughs> and it's it's just not the same. <laughs> no, I bet not. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's talk about the, the NBA and possibly even baseball just playing not in front of fans. And right. People just yeah. want to see it on TV. Even yeah. if you can't go see it live, they just exactly. they need something. Exactly. Um, there's been some major changes in Disney leadership. You want to tell us about it? Sure. Uh, the big thing is Josh DeMauro, who, who's had a pretty uh, sizable presence during this uh, first couple months of the pandemic here. He was the president of Walt Disney World. Uh, he has actually been named chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. Uh, he succeeds Bob Chapek who took the CEO role in February. Um, so this is, uh, you know, this is a big thing for, for DeMauro. Um, he's going to oversee Disney's travel and leisure business, which does include 16 park resort destinations in the U.S., Europe, and Asia, the cruise line, uh, DVC, and the uh, guided family adventure business that we already talked about, and that's Adventures by Disney. Uh, the global consumer products operation includes the licensing business across toys, apparel, home goods, digital games, and apps, uh, children's publishing, Disney store locations around the world, and the Disney e-commerce platform. Uh, so that is uh, that's a big job. Yeah. And it, it would sound like you know they're possibly grooming him to maybe succeed Chapek. Um, or if Chapek does a crappy job, he's out. And they yep. Replace him with uh, uh, Josh. Uh, but you know, he's Josh, right. you guys are pals. Josh, yeah, we're buddies. Uh, yeah, we throw throw him back every now and then. Uh, but that's a big deal for him. Um, across the country, uh, there has been uh, another move. Uh, Rebecca Campbell, uh, who was the president of Disneyland, she's been in a couple of videos. She's not as high profile as uh, Josh Tomorrow was, uh, but she has uh, she's going to take over the direct to consumer line. Um, and international business. Uh, she is the succeeder to, uh, she is succeeding Kevin Mayer, who is leaving to go to TikTok. All right. Well, TikTok is where it's at. He's going to become the CEO of TikTok. Um, and uh, on, this is kind of what she's done before. She was a member of the direct-to-consumer and international leadership team as president of the Walt Disney Company in Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Uh, where she oversaw their Disney Plus launch strategy and direct-to-consumer roadmap for the region. And then they brought her to Disneyland probably around the same time time Josh DeMauro took over. Um, And now she's going back to direct-to-consumer and international leadership. So um, that's, I guess that's good for her. Okay. Um, You know, yay. (laughs) Um, And then replacing them. Uh, are the new presidents for um, Walt Disney World and uh, Disneyland. So Jeff Vale is now the new president of Walt Disney World. He was greeting guests at Disney Springs this morning, along with Josh DeMauro. And uh, Ken Potrock is now the uh, 
president of Disneyland Resort. Sounds like he is a uh, Flintstones character. <laughs> uh, Jeff Vale was formerly the president of Disney Signature Experiences, and Kevin Potrock was the president of Consumer Products. So uh, there are a whole bunch of other moves in here too, but nobody really cares about any of these people. Right. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> How about in entertainment news? What's going on? Oh, tonight, which is Wednesday the 20th, uh, is the first of four weeks of the return of The Wonderful World of Disney on ABC. Uh, that began tonight with the airing of Moana. Uh, the cool thing about these days is, you know, um, you've got other platforms. So while Moana is airing on ABC, there is a live tweet along with Lin-Manuel Miranda, who wrote a few of the songs in the movie, as well as uh, Auli Cravalho, who was the voice of Moana. Mm-hmm. So you get, uh, you know, two-pronged attack here. Right. Um, very nice to see the wonderful world of Disney back on television. I know it's, it's something I grew up with. And we'll be seeing movies uh, every Wednesday night. I know that Big Hero 6 is one of them. We had this story like two or three weeks ago. Mm. And I can only remember Big Hero 6. I can't remember what the other two movies were. But uh, two Wednesdays in May and two Wednesdays in June. Okay, cool. Keep that on your schedule. Uh, One of my, uh, well, a couple of my favorite characters are coming to a movie on Disney Plus this summer. That's right. Phineas and Ferb, the movie Candace Against the Universe, uh, was announced last summer at the D23 Expo, and it will debut on Disney Plus this summer. Uh, There have been a few screenshots, uh, but no video, no trailer. Um, The stepbrothers, Phineas and Ferb, travel across the galaxy to rescue their sister Candace, who has been abducted by aliens and has found Utopia in a far-off planet free of pesky little brothers. (laughs) So I, I do look forward to that. I, I enjoy them. All right. And it looks like the Muppets are making a comeback. They have a new series coming to Disney+. Plus. That's right. Muppets Now is going to premiere July 31st on Disney+. Plus. Um, and this is a new original series. Uh, and uh, very excited for that. No real details uh, as to, you know, what the concept is. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, an original series. It looks like a lot of the same gang from um, The Muppet Show. Okay. You know, Swedish Chef, the Electric Mayhem Band, Statler and Waldorf, uh, Gonzo, Kermit, Fozzie, mm-hmm. uh, even Scooter is, uh, right. is there. Cool. Um, there's some other things coming out on Disney Plus in June. What what else do we have coming? Oh, Dis- June is a very busy month. So we already mentioned that Artemis Fowl uh, is coming. Uh, there are going to be more archival episodes of Walt Disney's Disneyland. Uh, which uh, which is fun. I know we watched that episode from uh, the 60s holidays around Disneyland, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be the premiere of Into the Unknown, The Making of Frozen 2. Uh, we're going to see the finale of Be Our Chef, uh, more episodes of the Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, a bunch of new episodes of It's a Dog's Life with Bill Farmer. That is going to premiere, I believe, this week um, in May, uh, but more episodes in June. And uh, that's pretty much the the, the big ones. Um, okay. Into the Unknown, Making Frozen is going to be a six-episode series. And uh, this is not characteristic for Disney, but they are going to release all six episodes at once. Oh. Yeah. Nice. And, of course, we got a whole bunch more of the One Day at Disney episodes. Cool. Which, which are fun and yeah, short are. and interesting. Very nice. All right. And then um, so SeaWorld, they just, they're just they just presenting their recovery plan tomorrow. Um, as part of that, maybe, um, they were testing their Mako roller coaster 
On Tuesday, what was special about why, why would they need to test it? Well, first off, Mako is not just a roller coaster. No. It's a hyper coaster. Okay. Um, but Mako is one of the roller coasters on property at SeaWorld. And guests were seen wearing masks, uh, various st- styles and, and shapes of masks. And uh, it sounds like they were just on there to see if masks would remain in place during the ride. Um, they are seated. Uh, the Mako cars, uh, ride vehicles, uh, are four seats across. They had guests on each of the end seats. Mm-hmm. So there were two seats in between, which is, you know, I don't know if that's roller coaster, hyper coaster, social distancing. Um, but uh, that's how they had them set up. Uh, and they were just testing it. Um, uh, that is a pretty big ride. It does go 73 miles an hour, has a 200 foot drop. Um, and, uh, you know, apparently no masks came off. There's supposed to be a video clip of it out there on the news. Uh, no word onto whether they tested uh, the Kraken as well, which is one of their other roller coasters. Uh, SeaWorld did plan to debut their new Icebreaker roller coaster this spring, but the uh, coronavirus shutdown looks like it's going to have altered that schedule as well. Okay. Um, and just a note on that. Um, when they tested that, they didn't actually test it with guests. They tested it with people, um, but probably those were employees, not guests. Because Wait, did I say are, guests? You did, because they are not actually open yet. Yeah, so. they're not. All right. All right. Let's get ready for some trivia. All right, everyone, get your thinking caps on and your pens and pencils ready because it's time for another edition of Isabel's Coronavirus Disney Trivia. Twenty shows, and you think she'd have it? Have it? No, I never get that one right. It's a hard one. Theme for tonight is Moana. Okay. Question one: Where is Moana from? Yeah, I'm probably gonna pronounce it wrong, but you got it. Matunui. Okay. <laughs> I said Tatooine. <laughs> well, that's a good Star Wars reference, honey, and I had no idea. Okay, Lily got it. Yes. Okay. Question two. Whose heart does Maui steal? Lily? Tefiti. I said the same. You did not. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> I was close. I think I said Tefiti instead of Tefiti. It's not Rafiki. I should get half points. Okay. And I had Tefiti. Are you sure? Was it no one can read his handwriting. It's not spelled properly. Okay. But. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, but you said Tafiti. <laughs> Just because you can read it. Question three. Who stows away aboard Moana's ship when she sets sail to find Maui? Hey, hey. I also have hey, hey. And I have hey, hey as well. That was a good one. Question four. Multiple choice. When did Maui earn his first tattoo? A, when he slowed down the sun. B, when he defeated a giant crab. C, when he pulled islands from the sea. Or D, when his mortal parents abandoned him. D. I also have D. I had C. You did not have D. I changed it after you looked at mine and you said that I wasn't doing well. Okay. (laughs) I was on the fence on that one. Was it D? It was D. Oh, I'm going to lose this one. Question five. When Maui was struggling with shape-shifting, which character from Frozen did he turn into? A, Sven, B, Elsa, C, Marshmallow, or D, Olaf? A. I had D. I had A. It's A. Darn. Excellent. So that was a perfect game for Lily. Excellent. Is that Lily's first win? <laughs> it might be Lily's first win. It <laughs> is. And Mom came in with three and a half points. Oh, you mm-hmm. didn't give her that half point. Yeah, well, you only had three, so she won either way. 
Excellent. <laughs> well, I guess I need to watch Moana. Yes, yes, yeah. you do. Until next time, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. I'm Isabel. And I'm Lily. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>